this is We Live on a Planet. Welcome. I am your host, Patrick. How are you doing on this Thursday? Maybe it's not Thursday for you, but it's Thursday for me. Thursday, April 21st, 2022. This is episode number 543 that we're building this morning. I'm titling this one, Grudges. It's never good to hold a grudge. Looks like it's going to be a rainy, kind of drizzly day here in central New York. Right now, it's currently 41 degrees Fahrenheit with the feels-like temperatures of 35. High is going to be about 54 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are currently out of the southeast at 10 miles per hour. I know they say April showers bring May flowers, but enough's enough with this dreariness. I'm ready for some sunshine. I'm also ready to start off the show with our quote, and we'll do that as soon as we come back. We'll be right back. Just like that, we are back. All right, here's our quote. It's an unknown author. Like I said, I titled this one Grudges. Here we go. Let go of grudges. They make you sad and resentful. Accept the apology you never received and let go of negative emotions so you can find your happiness once more. Let go of grudges. How true. You have to let go of grudges. They make you sad and resentful. Accept that apology you never received. Let go of the negative emotions so you can find your happiness once more. It's never easy to let go of a grudge. It's never easy to get that apology that you never received, that you feel you're so owed when you feel you've been wronged. But I do agree that holding on that negative stuff is bad. I did for years. This is kind of personal, but I'm going to open up to you a little bit. And it's, uh, I held on to a grudge for years to my biological father. And um, very resentful of him and all these feelings and negative emotions that I had tied up. And uh, I just let it go. I had to, I've picked up that stick plenty of times though and made it heavy again. So I've, I've let it go more than once in my life. Unfortunately, I've picked up that grudge or that feeling of resentment towards him. And uh, I find myself sad. I find myself resentful. I find these negative emotions. And so if when I do let it go and don't ruminate on it, I do feel better and I can find my happiness once more. And I'm very fortunate for the way everything turned out. If I look at it in the sense that he gave me the best gift he could ever gave me. He gave me the father that I know right now in my life, the one who raised me and the one who I call dad. And uh, so I'm fortunate for that. And I'm very fortunate for the man that I call my father. That's for sure. And I love him dearly. So yeah, uh, let go of those grudges that you're holding on to. So, well, we're enjoying my time with my mother and it is fun. I love having my mom in town. She's a blast to have around. She was visiting my brother first, and then she came and visited us, and she's here for a little bit, and then she's going to celebrate my great, not my great-grandmother, 
my grandmother's birthday is this Friday. She will be 92. Dang. Yeah, 92. Fantastic for her. So my mom's going to go over and meet some of her siblings, some of my aunts and uncles, and they're going to go have dinner with her and stuff like that. And uh, So that would be nice. But it's fun. been fun. We've been playing Yahtzee. Yahtzee's fun. Mom's fun to play with Yahtzee. And next is I got to pull out Stratego, dust off Stratego, because she likes playing that. We like playing that. That's a fun game, strategy game, two-player game. I got her salt potatoes and her hot dogs that she likes to have while she's here. It's interesting, the history of the salt potato, how they started. They started right in uh, the city that's close. The The biggest city that's closest to me is Syracuse, New York. And that's like a big city to where I live. And um, it started by the Irish right in Syracuse, New York, with them um, taking their potatoes and boiling them in salt water. How we eat them here in central New York is they're really new potatoes. They're small potatoes. You boil them in three quarts of water with a bunch of salt, like three quarters of a pound of salt. And then they just come out salty, delicious, and then you dip them in drawn melted butter. Oh, they're just, it's a simple thing, but it's a staple that I grew up eating here in central New York, along with the Hoffman hot dogs that my mom really likes with the natural casings. So we had those and that was really nice. And, um, we still have more time to visit with her. And so I'm fortunate for that too. And we have more to talk about. We're going to do that right when we come back. So stick around. We'll be right back. So were you able to catch my episode 542, the one right before this that you're listening to? My talk with Radio Mylar, a.k.a. Jesse. I hope you did. That was a blast. I had so much fun doing that. That was a, yeah, hooray. It was was a blast. It was so much fun. It was fun, right, if you listen to it. He's really, I consider, a good friend. I've never met him face-to-face, but he is somebody that has been so supportive to me and just really keeps me along with you. He keeps me going, though, too. You know, he will encourage me. You know, he'll message me and be like, yo, you didn't put out an episode. What's going on? I need my fix. I need to listen to you. And so, uh, but yeah, he's a good friend. He's out in Halifax. And um, him and his buddy, his co-host of his podcast, Canadian Politics is Boring, his, him and his co-host Reese were on a Canadian television news program the other day, and they got like a four, a little over a four-minute spot talking all about their podcast that they've had out for two years now. And it's so interesting because Reese is truly interested in Canadian politics, and Jesse, Radio Mylar, a.k.a. Radio Mylar, it is totally bored by Canadian politics. And so it's so perfect, these two together, because Reese does, <laughs> no offense, Jesse, if you listen, Reese does, and Jesse would agree, 
Reese does a lot of the legwork, so he does a lot of the research and everything. And then what he'll do is he'll run it by Radio Mylar and get Radio Mylar's take on it. And it's just, just hilarity ensues. It's really fun. It, it's a good show. And I, I hope I, I reached out to Jesse after I talked to him and I, my wheels were turning and I'm definitely not trying to go on to their shirt tail or their coattails of fame, but I thought it would be fun that if we incorporate, let's talk to an American and have them like once a month during their Canadian politics is boring, call me up, let me know what's going on in Canada and see what an American has to think about it and have it totally dry for me where I have no idea what they're going to talk about. I have no idea what they're going to ask me and get just a genuine, genuine answer. And I think that would be a lot of fun. And that's what happened with Radio and Mylar's and my conversation, episode 542, it was just organic. It was a lot of mental gymnastics. I had some kooky questions to ask him, but then we talked about other just stuff and things, and it was natural. At one point, I really, truly forgot I was recording an episode and just was talking, and uh, it was fun. It was, it was a blast. So yeah, check out Canadian Politics is Boring. I know I've asked you to do that before, but they're my friends, and um, they were on TV, so that was pretty cool. So it snowed the other day here. Damn! Yeah, it snowed. I thought we're done with the snow. It's like right here in central New York and upstate New York, it, especially in the northern tier near the Tug Hill Plateau, they, some of those places got like over five inches of snow. And I saw on some of my college buddies' Facebook feeds who live out that way. And uh, only a little bit from where I am, they got quite a bit of snow. We only got a little bit that stuck on the car, but it wasn't really sticking to the ground. As soon as it hit hitting the ground, it was melting. But it was one of those things where you look out the window and you're like, really, snow? I mean, when there's flowers that are already starting to bloom and you see snow, it kind of screws with that rhythm, <laughs> your spring rhythm, especially spring here in central New York. I mean, it's 30 degrees one day and then 60 degrees the very next day or 30 degrees in the morning and 60 degrees in the afternoon and then back to 30 degrees just a couple hours after that. That's central New York for you. All right, stick around. We'll be right back back and we are back so i'm getting so excited for my trip all right i'm getting so excited for my trip my producer um for or to oregon it's i got my tickets booked so i know exactly when i'm flying out of i know my layovers and it's pretty good i got my paperwork in front of me my first flight is out of Syracuse to Newark, and I have an hour and a minute layover, and then to Newark to LAX, which I've never flown into LAX, and I know it's huge, and I have an hour and 27-minute layover there, and then LAX to off to, to Redmond, 
and then on my way back, I'll be uh, red-eyeing it. But um, I don't care. It makes no difference to me if I'm red-eyeing it or not. And, but now I know, and so that's exciting. And I can't remember. Did I tell you that my daughter and her boyfriend got me um, hiking boots? I can't remember if I did, but I got hiking boots that I'm all set because me and my buddy and waterproof socks. Yeah, they make that's a thing. Waterproof socks. My hiking boots are waterproof up to four hours in standing water, which I don't see us in any standing water for up to four hours. But I was like, let me get some good hiking socks too. And they make hiking socks that have good support in them and that are waterproof. So I have 100% waterproof socks and waterproof um, hiking boots. And we're going to be hiking. It's about a three-mile hike in this one area he wants to bring me. He told me it's flat, but it's all lava rock, a lot of lava rock. And then we're going to check out a ghost town, which will be really cool. He's already been and explored it. There's a couple ghost towns that we're going to see and check out. And then we're going to P-Town, Portland. I guess when you live in Oregon, they call it P-Town. And we're going to check out Voodoo Donuts, like I was telling you about world-famous Voodoo Donuts. It's funny because where he lives, he told me there's a donut place right in his hometown that's just as good as Voodoo Donuts, but it's not Voodoo Donuts. We want to check out Voodoo Donuts in Portland. And I want to see Portland more than just the hospital parking lot of Portland. So that will be fun. Moving on. Um... Abby and my daughter, Bethany, both my daughters, Bethany and Abby, are coming over today. So we're happy for that. My, like I said, since my mom's in town, the girls are trying to visit my mom, so that's nice. And I'm so proud of my daughters and the, the women that they've grown to be and the people that they, they've become. They're really such loving, caring, thoughtful people. I'm very lucky dad. I'm a lucky husband. My wife is very loving and understanding and deals with all my craziness. And um, it's nice being sober again, or not again, sober still for the first time this many years. August will be seven years. I, I can't even begin to wrap my head around that it's been almost seven years since I have not consumed alcohol. That just blows me away because I'm an alcoholic. I'm a raging alcoholic. If I were to pick up a drink tomorrow, I'm going to be right back to where I was, if not stronger. So that's always right there. I mean, you're always, it's like a smoker. Once you quit smoking, you're still a smoker because if you decide to have one smoke, you've made that decision to start smoking again because one leads to two, two leads to three. It's just the way it is. It really is. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more, and then we'll get some wrinkles on that gray matter of ours. Learn something. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we are at the History Channel's website over on my phone, History 
channel is interesting to me. And sometimes um, on TV, they have good programs, but other times some of this stuff that's on History Channel, I just don't understand how it made it to the History Channel. Okay, but here we go. This is a sad one, and it's a bummer, and it's a depressing, but it's something that is uh, in history. Teen gunman kills 13 at Columbine High School in Colorado on this day, April 20th. Wait a minute. Okay, that's not right. <laughs> that's April 20th, but Columbine, 1999. Let's... Let's try that again because I am a day off on the History Channel. So let me pull up with the History Channels what is going on in the History Channel. All right, instead of that, we are at the facts site. Let's do the facts site. Here's some facts about the Taurus Zodiac sign. And when we come back, I'll pull up the History Channel's website. My wife is a Taurus, and my daughter, Abby, is a Taurus. And there's a couple of things about Taurus. Taurus is the second zodiac sign, or Taurus is the second sign in the zodiac and belongs to people born between April 20th and May 20th. Generally considered to be very intelligent and grounded, it's no surprise that Taurus follows closely after the leader, Aries. This sign is governed by the planet Venus, which is strongly associated with love and passion. A bull represents Taurus, and people born under the sign are usually referred to as Tauruses or Taurines. Ah, never heard that. Were you born during this time? Some people were. I'm a Pisces. Taurus will not shy away from hard work and one of the most grounded of all the zodiac signs. They are perseverant and dedicated and can overcome many inter interpersonal conflicts and problems that other people might find challenging. Tourisans like to enjoy the best of life and are often found chasing after extravagances and luxuries. This is why so many Tauruses are very often hardworking and dedicated. Other people may interpret Taurus's love as luxury, as needy, or materialistic. A Taurus is generally laid back but can get very angry if provoked, just like a bull. Yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> She's very mellow and all that kind of stuff, but don't poke the bull. She will stand up for herself. That's a good thing. I'm proud of her for that. Taurisans are social creatures but may be stubborn and steadfast in their beliefs. Damaging relationships between friends. Sometimes. Interesting facts about Tauruses. Taurus is one of the spring zodiacs, sitting between Aries and Gemini. Spring is significant in astrology since it marks the beginning of the new season. A bull represents Taurus, which symbolizes strength, power, and determination. A bull will stay calm and collected when it's happy, but will respond quickly if it becomes angry. Venus, known as the planet of love and beauty, is the ruling planet of Taurus. It's widely believed that Venus is responsible for the sensual appeal and good luck with which Taurus may experience. The numbers 6 and 9 are commonly considered lucky numbers 
for Taurus. <laughs> I'm such a child. Only thing that's going through my head right now is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 69, dude. Okay. <laughs> there are reports of the Constellation Taurus dating as far back as the Bronze Age. The constellation became known for the bright star Aldebaran, the 14th brightest star. There's more star or there's more facts about Taurus over at the fact site. I encourage you to go check out the fact site and learn some more facts about Taurus. And when we come back, we will check out what happened on this day of history. Right when we come back. Stick around. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Did you come back with a drink? Did you get yourself a nice beverage of choice? I have some coffee in front of me. Oh, that's nice. I'm up really early. The whole house is asleep trying to be quiet while I'm in my studios. Woke up the producer early this morning and said, let's get a show out for my listeners. They're ready to hear another show. All right. Now I am on the proper date of this day in history since it is April 21st, not April 20th, like my browser was showing me. On this day, sadly, 2016, April 21st, legendary musician, and megawatt star Prince dies at the age of 57 years old. That's it. Prince. The best Super Bowl halftime performance still, hands down, was Prince. My wife saw him in concert and saw the Purple Rain concert. So I am so jealous but happy that she got to see Prince in concert. All right, here we go. Also on this day, also on this day in history, art, literature, and film history, 1973, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, tops the U.S. pop charts and creates a cultural phenomena. And I can remember that, you know, tying a yellow ribbon around trees dates as far back as the Civil War era when a yellow ribbon and a woman's hair indicated that she was taken by a man. But I remember that song. Tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree. It's been three long years. Do you still love me? I think. Something like that. Terrible. I cannot sing. Mexico, 1836. Texas militia rounds Routes Mexicans in the Battle of San Joaquin. China, 1989, the year I graduated high school, and I remember this very, very fondly. Chinese students, or not fondly, I just remember it very much so, not fondly, because it was just tragic. Chinese students protest at Tiananmen Square. Some 100,000 students gather at Beijing's Tiananmen Square. It was powerful. Uh, okay, also on this day, ancient Rome, 753 B.C. 
Rome is founded. World War I, 1918, German flying ace Red Baron killed in action. All right. 1980 in sports, Rosie Roots fakes Boston Marathon win. <laughs> she, she cheated. What a cheater. Okay, uh, presidents, U.S. presidents, 1865, Abraham's Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's funeral train leaves D.C. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just still scrolling to see if anything else happened on this day of history. And invention in science, 1967, GM, General Motors, celebrates 100 millionth U.S. made car. 100 million. Dang. Dang. I wonder how many cars are out there in the world right now. I wonder. I bet you could Google it and find out. I'm not about to right this minute, though. Stick around when we come back. We'll ramble a little bit more, and then we'll close off the show. We'll be right back. Radio Mix, and that is the end. We flew by, huh? That was also probably Jeff Sharkey flying by in car number 66. My buddy Jeff Sharkey. Thank you, listeners. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you to Michael, Ryan. I really appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Also, head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, you can push that little phone icon, ring right through to me, and be a part of the show. Leave me a little voice message. I love taking voice messages and playing them on the podcast, and I love getting feedback from listeners just like you. If you're liking the show, let me know. Tell a friend. Like I said, that's one of the ways that We Live on a Planet keeps growing is by word of mouth. And, um, yeah, I think that about sums it up. We learned a little bit. Remember to let go of grudges. They make you sad and resentful. Accept the apology you never received and let go of negative emotions so you can find your happiness once more. Also, be curious, not judgmental. Thank you for your time, the most valuable gift you could ever, ever give me. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon, my friends. Peace to you. Talk to you again soon.